Come in, Jimmy Rogers. What's going on, Adam? No, oh, man, nothing much, man. We just came into a little bit of uh, Hank Jr. Old habits like you are hard to break. Well, Bo Cephas get us kicked off on this one. Huh? <laughs> Bo Cephas. <laughs> Bo Cephas. Coming fresh off of, a, off of a, a habit that seems to be a lot of folks have trouble kicking. But we'll get there in a little bit. Welcome back to another episode of The Doghouse, everybody. Man. Me and my man Jimmy is uh we've been we haven't done one in a in a week or two and I've been getting these are you still in the podcast business texts and calls. So hey man, we just trying to keep our head above water. That's right. That's right. And with Jim, we just trying to roll, ain't we, pal? Hey. It's that time of year. It's go get them time, man. Just just fresh off the grand and getting ready for master test. Got a derby queue next weekend master test after that about every week or weekend one yeah it's all happening yeah that's right that's right so yeah. um uh let's let's talk about who brings the doghouse before we get going here absolutely let's uh i got to see her while we were down there miss melissa at the uh duck dog clothing uh wet mutt mats and kong bumpers uh for all your doghouse podcast gear you can go on uh, duckdogclothing.com and there's a drop box on there check out what she has to offer plus stuff for our podcast here we appreciate you who else you got there adam um we have soggy dog gear soggydoggear.com doug up there and um he, he's he's the man on that type of stuff he's trying to get his business up and running and uh, we want to help him be a part of it so um if you're going to go order something for dog training man give, give doug a shot at it first check his website out see if he has it <clears throat> um, there at Soggy about every, Dog Gear. About right everything there. you need right there. Yep. Just about everything you need, you know. And um, yep. so we're gonna we're gonna try to help support him, and we'd appreciate it if you guys do. Um, if you order in a flat collar from him, you can use the the Dog House um, for a um, discount code there on on your flat collars and whatnot. So there you go. Uh, what about Tetra? <clears throat> Here the hunt. Here the hunt. Uh, yeah, it's that time of year, people turkey hunting, and that's when the hearing starts becoming important. So check out Tetra, make sure and use your doghouse podcast or the doghouse uh, for your discount and discount code. And uh, we appreciate that too. Absolutely. It's a fantastic product. Absolutely. We have uh, Sullivan Kirk Automotive over in Mississippi. Uh, BS delivers. He's still the man to call if you're in the. In the market for a new ride. So, lawn mower, Dodge, Ford, Chevy, doesn't matter. Give give the man a ring if you're in the market. Yep. Chaz Giles, G&G Motors, Columbia, Kentucky, Mahindra Tractors, big, small, little backhoes, side-by-sides, used new tractors. Check Chaz Giles out, G&G Motors, Columbia, Kentucky. All right, Adam, that should cover it, I believe. I I believe that gets it. I believe that gets it. Yes, Um, uh, one thing I did want to throw out there is um, Doug over at Soggy Dog, he 
is um he he's helping us with our social medias for the podcast. Um, Very good. Yeah. So um we 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 now have social media, Jim. Um, I know. I was looking it up here and I'm trying to think of what it what it is. Um. On Facebook, it is the Dog House Podcast, I believe. And then on Instagram, I think it's the underscore Dog House Podcast. So I believe that's it. I may look around and see here in the meantime. So, but anyway, go over there. Give us a follow and a like. Yeah, and um, and give us a follow and a like and, and, and do all of that stuff. And I think we're going to try to put some more contact, you know, content out through that deal too. So, yeah, absolutely. Help us grow our show. And, um, I know, and then one other thing that Doug mentioned, you know, uh, is, is to ask you guys to go on the, on your, wherever you listen to your podcast there, go on there and give us a rating and a, and a comment. That means a lot in the world of helping push these things. So, you know, you and I are def- definitely not technology, technologically advanced, Jim. So, yeah, no, absolutely. We appreciate and we appreciate all that very much. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, um, I guess that's that. I wanted to bring that up. If we can, we could get those things. Go over and give us a following, and a like, and a share, and all whatever you do on all that stuff. Very cool, very cool. So, Adam, what's uh, what's going down down around Tuscaloosa? Y'all getting done down there? Yeah, W O R K, baby. We've been getting after it. <laughs> Um, man, we've yeah. had some fantastic dog training weather. Um, that's been really, really good. Yes, sir. I, I wasn't too far from you. We were over there in Seal, Alabama, S-E-S-E-A-L-E, Alabama, just south of Phoenix City. That's where we stayed at. And then we run the International Grand just across the river over in Omaha. Omaha, uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. grounds. Uh, WC Bradley property, 34,000 acres of family owned ground over there. Good. <laughs> God. So, oh, yeah. Uh, 17 miles of road frontage on both sides of the road. Holy it's a uh, cow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty impressive. Duck holes, quail reserve, deer hunting. Just uh, you have to look it up. Uh, the WC Bradley. Uh, was a guy who's involved in cotton. I think maybe the first cotton exchange or something. And then now the the Bradley Company owns Charboro, and uh, Badlands and uh, real estate company. So there's it's a vast uh, corporation now that uh, has come out of it. But the family still owns the thirty four thousand acres. It's a it's an impressive, very impressive deal. Uh, so glad to get to run there. 34,000 acres. And we, I think we run on like 1,200 acres of it. It felt like we were far apart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man. Very very cool. That is cool. Um, I haven't told you this, but a a buddy of mine, Chad Wilson, his friend, y'all stayed at his farm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He texted me. He said, man, Scott Greer's staying at. One of my good friends farmed down there. I said, I'd be willing to bet that Jimmy and Tyler are with him. We was, man. Yeah. Beautiful place. I mean, the place we've trained on wasn't no, uh, <laughs> wasn't no junk hole. That was about 4,000 acres. 
they said it had been in the family. Yeah, I think it had four different mansions on it, about a 150-acre bass lake that our cabin set right on. We go out there in the afternoon. I I don't even fish. And I'd sit there and catch three or four just playing around. Uh, Scott's dad one night, I think, caught 17, and all of them a pound and a half to three pounds. Dang, come Oh, yeah, they'd rip pole out of you. Know, I didn't call me. Even... I'd have run down there and fished a little bit. <laughs> it, it was one of those uh, the girls would have enjoyed it more because you can catch one. If you were into it, you can catch one about every cast. A box of night a box of night crawlers and a bobber, you could have drained that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard y'all stopped the man's toilet up or septic system up. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that did, apparently that did happen. I wasn't aware of it <laughs> at the time. Uh we, I think, it, I think it, it just had more than the pressure it could bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were service trucks there one afternoon. We come in, that's when I found out about it. Yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, don't have a bunch of dog trainers stay at your place. Up there, more crap up, and you can get fixed. <sighs> I'm telling you, nasty, <laughs> nasty and dirty people is what we are. Well, um. Just let's talk about the test you ran, Jim, and what what you got to see at the the old. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I, we came into old habits, you know. Oh yeah, they hard to break, ain't they? <laughs> they hard to break. Y'all keep going back to that ass kicking, don't you? <laughs> Heck, we like it hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that battered wife syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, it was so much fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> man, we we started off. We had some of the best on those grounds you were talking about. That guy had some fantastic grounds. We had some wonderful pre-training on some tough grounds, and uh, I think that helped a lot. We we got started. Uh, there's ten sites going all at the same time, and you just get drew out by the luck of a coin flip. And uh, we uh, we started off. We were Flight J. We started off at the WC Bradley Farm site, uh, which was Mark Evans and Lisa Neal, which we know both of them very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Olson, uh, no, 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 not Kim Olson. Oh, dang on the Canadian guy. Uh, oh man, Roy, the nicest guy. No, no, not no, not him. Is another one. Anyway, great site guy. And a cool little duck hole. They had a they built a walkway in on pallets, so you walked in on dry ground, out to a big pallet, give you plenty of room to operate. Could see the birds good. Uh, had a cool little blind through a patch of little willows out there uh, that you had to get through, and it was a good test. Uh, it was one of those tests that if you made a mistake, uh, if you made a mistake, it could be pretty bad because what it would be, you're out of sight. You know, as long as the dog was hunting in sight, they were giving the dog plenty of time to hunt and try to figure it out. And and uh, we had a good time. Uh, Miss Lisa's first time to judge. She's run it a bunch of times. Mark has judged it multiple times and has run it, I think he said, 22 different times he'd been to the grand running it. So, Didn't he, he had that old dog, Elvis, that had all those passes. Correct? I'm sorry, Adam. I lost you on that. Say it again, please. He had that dog, Elvis, that he had all those passes, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a little swamp. There was no swimming water in it. It was all running water, but trashy. You know, a lot of grass that growed up, grassy uh, points and stuff. And it was fun. Uh, I got in that one good. I was running eight dogs. I took eight freight out of there. I had one dog have an extended hunt on the left bird that 
put him on ones that I didn't handle, but he he did have a monster hunt on it. Just didn't mark it good. And I was in a bind if I, I he didn't see the the middle bird or the left bird. And I was afraid if I handled, I was going to double handle. And I think also, I think those judges were so cool that they didn't have me handle because I think they thought the same thing. And then uh, mark him down. Then he come in line the blind. So he left out of there on ones. And then I had one dog when the, the sun had started to get over the trees or go down behind the trees. I lost him on the blind in the back and I had to call him in and got it, got it good. But I know I had a couple of castle fuses in there and that put him on once. So I come out of the first with six on twos and two on ones. And the two with on ones were both grand champions. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we, we leave that water series and go to Garmin which was another guy I know very well that's from up here around home, Tony Schumann. He's a veterinarian up in the – we're going to have him on sometime. He, he He's in the game. He judges and, and runs his dog. He's made his grand champions. Uh, Mike Botts was the committee member there, uh, which we all know very, very well. We had a great time at that test. A fine they had gentleman. A check, oh, as good as they come. They had a checkerboard uh, clover field, and they had checkerboarded it. And those marks were good. I mean, they were well-placed and hard to get to. They give you a ton of time, you know, to hunt. I mean, you know, as long as you were hunting a bird, they weren't letting you hunt outside the area. But if you were in the hunt area, their hunt areas were fair and had a good blind. Of course, you were cornered through those checkerboards. And uh, I had one handle there, and I was running a Boykin Spaniel, my first time to ever run a Boykin mm. in the uh, in the Grand. And she got she come out of the first series on twos and then went to the second series, and I had to handle on a right-hand bird. She, if you could believe it, she overrun it. And when I say overrun it, she was – I don't know where she thought that bird was, but she thought it was 400 and not 100. You know, she was running like hell when I stopped her. Brought her back in and got it and run a good blind. So I brought all eight out of the second series. Then we went to Avery Water. And that's where it all started so, getting a little shaky. <laughs> so you took all eight to the third series. Took all eight to the third series. Uh, had three dogs on one. Oh, I was tickled to death. I got eight black and whites. You know, I, I was on a good roll. I mean, I'm running good dogs that are, you know, well-trained. A lot of them's got national plates and some grand passes and uh, a couple grand champions. And, you know, it was a fun group to run. I didn't really have a weak link. You know, they were they were all capable. Uh they threw in the third series at Avery, excellent place to run. It was a duck pond. It actually had duck blinds out in it. it. Had a ditch across one portion of it, so the dogs would be running to a mark, fall in the ditch and swim. You know, they were in running water, go off in a ditch they didn't see, swim eight or six or eight strokes, boom, back up into running water, straight out to the bird. And that that gets a lot of dogs if they're not used to training for that. That can be be tough. And uh, I lost, I lost the Boykin there, and three others. Uh, the the ones I had on on ones I lost, and I lost one dog on twos there that just didn't mark them. It was a a scenario of a hip pocket on the left hand bird, and they threw it backwards as to what we would train. They threw the right hand bird. And then you swung around and shot the long. No, you shot the short bird, and then you shot the long bird of the scenario. Oh, the and hip pocket. You go pocket. pick up the long bird of a hip pocket, and when you come back in, <clears throat> the dogs wouldn't recognize on that short bird. And there was probably, I don't know what the percentage is. I had two stab it, a good little bail, and trip both got that real good. 
and then uh, my blinds were all good there. I didn't have any markdowns on any blinds, so I, I had a good run going to four, going to the fourth. And uh, Bale had set still. That's always been our problem. And they had a deal where the you both blow the duck call and the honor dog shot to shoot to start the test, which we've done that. We practice for it, and when the then the birds would come out, you shot all three marks from the working dog. So once he shot, she started flipping her head, looking, you know, thinking she missed a bird. And then I got her calmed down, seen the first bird, boom, shot the second bird, shucked the gun to pull her around to the left bird, and she left. <laughs> Control mm. break. Yeah, because she, you know, these old dogs, they hear three shots. We had that happen a few times. There was a couple of us had that problem. Uh, those old dogs that's done this a bunch, they hear that third shot. You know, and that's just what's holding them there. They they know how to do that to that point and then gone, you know. So, uh, and then a, I had another one. I want to take a what's wild happened? guess and say that that control break is frowned upon at the ground. Oh, yeah, zero control breaks. <laughs> that's a – she was on the <clears throat> had run the best grand she'd ever run and lost her right there. That That's the heartbreaking stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> And she she made a mistake that that, t- that took her out. Uh, got a dog named Boone that run a really nice test. He handled on the short bird in the third, and then ended up handling on the middle bird. Uh, got behind the winger, made a couple loops, and they told me to handle, and then he run over there. You know, like so. Uh, left out there with two, and both of them could make grand champions. And went to the upland and trained that evening, and trained the next morning go the upland and uh i got a little dog a little wild fellow named kate who uh is a marking machine man she she's she's out of a grand champion up here named pook that a lot of people know of mm-hmm. and runs so hard she's she's a little crazy you know and uh i got her sitting good she i got her through at nashville she had a pass and uh we get down through there and they done the upland different this time you actually had a station you went to and you done your honor and then you come back and you've done your walk up, you know, your walk up on her. And then you've moved over to working dog walk up. Then you put your leash on and it went on down the field to your flush, which was something they've never done before. At first, we're all like, oh, you know, what the heck? But once we started running, it was a pretty good deal because it kind of gives you a little time to get some control on your dog from the time you left the uh, uh, the walk up till you got down to the flushing. And they had four or five holding blinds you get in, you know, and work your way down and I go right down there. I kind of timed it for her, knowing she's so wild. And I come out of the last holding blind. They'd call me down there to go to the field, you know, to do my flushing. And I chuck her, run out from underneath this trailer within about three foot of us. Like, <laughs> right by us. <laughs> can't point, make this shit up. Oh, no. At this point, it's over. We know it. She knows it. Everybody there has seen it. Knows it. I'm like, oh. Because I had her under so much control, and it just – her eyes was glazed over when we got down there to run. I'm like, no, this ought to be good. Yeah, they won't and, give you time uh, out to go whoop them with it. No, <laughs> no, no, no timeouts at this point. You know, it's too late. <laughs> the whooping's over with it. So we uh, we get started out through the field there, and she is like an English pointer. She is hunting all available cover. You know, that's what they like to see. And I'm like, oh, I, she going to do that. She was searching that bird out, man. Yeah, disturbing the cover, huh? <laughs> Oh boy, she was she she looked good. She she uh, Tyler Paris said if he was going to Oregon to go chucker hunt, he'd want to take her with him. <laughs> <laughs> She'd cover one of the mountains eyes in about five <laughs> five minutes. But we uh we get out there and, uh, and I got some control on her trying to and she goes in and flushes and I get her stopped 
and she won't sit. She just stands. And I'm like, that's okay. So I shot. And the gunner killed the bird about twenty, about twenty foot in front of her, twenty, well, twenty yards in front of her. And when it before it ever hit the ground, she was gone to get it. You know, I was like, dang man, and I would have turned yeah. the gun on him. <laughs> yeah, so that that's the first one I've lost in up when I had B that wouldn't engage, which she never has like that game much. She's a duck dog, right? Uh, I'd lost, but other than that, we've had pretty good success. And then run a little dog named Trip that had a run of his lifetime he he got a grand pass back at grenada uh year before last it had run a couple he's got a couple national plates and uh he uh he needed this one and got his got his grand title done he does he does nice that up when he, he, he likes it but he's not over you know he's not over excited he just does a good job at it. so we got out of it we got out of there with one and was tickled to get it you know it was tough there's a lot of people got beat up some guys had some stellar weeks it's just it's the grand, you know. I mean, that's what it's always been. That will always be. It can be so high, you know. And you leave the third series with your whole crew still playing, and nobody in really dire straits or feel like they're even coming apart at this point. That's hard, you know. And then when you get over and start taking it on the chin, it's like, oh, it happens fast. And and that pressure mounts, you know. I took all I took my whole crew to the fifth series at the national. I had every yep. dog still in and. Man, the pressure builds up on you. I mean, I think anybody that would 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 say that they don't acknowledge that would possibly be me telling a little white lie. No, absolutely. You know, when you go to the four series and three of them are capable of making grand champions right there, that's a good you know that's a good feeling. You know, and 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 I don't get nervous. I I, I truly don't. I, I'm excited about it. I'm you know. Uh, you know, I, but I'm not up there shaky or make, you know, like I'm, I'm concentrated. My concentration keeps me from being nervous because I'm trying. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just part of the game. You know, if you're going to play that game, you better be willing to face some defeat. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, Jim, would it be possible for me to make a PSA, like they like to call it a public service announcement? <laughs> Sure. Go this ahead. is kind of impromptu, and it just kind of hit me. Uh-huh. I have no dog in the fight on the grand. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that you go. I'm glad that you have success. I'm pulling for you. I'm one of your biggest fans. But so I feel like I can say this: if you get a chance to gun for the Upland, all right. Yeah. These guys have put in a ton of work. Don't go out there and be Billy Badass and shoot every bird. Miss them suckers. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't you can't you can't say it, Jimmy. I can. Yeah. <laughs> if you out there gunning and these boys has done worked their butt off and they done been told to had the dogs to handle because they hunt on the wrong side of the gun for two loops. But they managed to make it here. And then you shoot the freaking chucker right in front of their face just because you want everybody to see you the best shot. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't no good. Let the thing fly off, man. If it breaks when it flies off, then he should have done a better job training his dog. But yeah. let, that, let, that, let that bird go. Don't kill that bird right there in front of them dog's face. It'd have been through all that. and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And then, like, when Trip I don't run, expect you to jump on board, you know, and, and, and say nothing, Jim, but I can say it. I run the same field <clears> when <throat> Trip run, and 
of course, he goes in with a lot of control. He hunts good. He, he actually looks good doing it. He knows what he's doing out there. He puts the bird to flight. Boom, he sits before I ever blow the whistle. I blow the whistle, he turns and faces me and stops. And they, the both gunners engaged and killed that bird at about 75 yards from us. And then we have to retrieve it. I mean. I know. It's just part of it. I mean, that's part of it. It is part of it. But, you know, if I can educate you people out there that make guns at this <laughs> deal, shoot up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a makes it exciting for sure. <laughs> when I they start so. shooting the birds right around your dog. I'm glad y'all excited. So, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I just I choose not to do that thing and for multiple reasons. One, I wasn't no damn good at it. Um, two, that's a lot of time away from home here. And I ain't no good at that either. <laughs> and, right. And I just don't do it. But there's a lot of people that went out there and then probably didn't have much success. But, you know, I feel like there's always something to learn from. And if that's what you want to do, then – you know, get you get your head up, go back to work, and, and get good at it. Because you can be good at it. Steven Durance is oh, yeah. good at it. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's guys who hit it really well. You know, yeah. it's just part. It's just part of it. You know, and 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 it's highs and lows. And, and those guys too. You know, the guys that's had some big runs have had some low runs. You know, yeah. I don't want to say any names specifically, but you know, I know guys that's had twelve or fifteen passes a year, and the, and then have one or two or none. You know, and, and that's that's the thing coming out of our flight, uh, going into the four series, we didn't have but twenty six dogs out of eighty six or something left. And I had four of those, you know, so it it wasn't like we just botched it all up. We you know, a bunch of guy a bunch of guys in our flight had done left and headed home by the time we got over, you know, our four series. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh... So, um, it was one of those. It was one of those grands. It just. It was tough. And of course, uh, like somebody said, somebody said, "Man, can I get a rerun?" I said, "Yeah, four hundred bucks in Paducah, Kentucky, in the fall, they let you rerun." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Every six months, they let you rerun it. Uh, come on, that's right. That's right. Till one, you get it right. One of the uh, somebody here showed me the video of that third series that you ran, like on the first day. I want to say mm-hmm. maybe Clark was in the video. Maybe that's where Clark started. Yep. Was that would that be correct? I think that is correct. Yes. And I was like, man, a lot of times those tests—they're not that hard. They just judge them, you know, almost where they, they got to be perfect to do them. But that—that that was a hard set of marks. Oh. And, and I—I I heard wind that there was ducks floating around. I mean, like real live ducks out there in the mix amongst them quacking. And there and there was between the the two marks on the left and the mark on the right. There was mallards in the trees. Quack. Hitting the lick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I had one of those. I had one get caught up in that mess, too. Yeah, that ain't no good. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim. So where are we going to go from here? All right. Let's, uh, there's, there's the breakdown of, of this grand for me. Let's, uh, let's give, uh, Carter Turner a call and get him on the phone. Let's talk to him about his run. Okay. We're going to try something new today, and y'all bear with us. This is the first time we've ever tried such a thing, hadn't it, right, Jim? Yes, sir. Right, let's give him a buzz. Here we go. 
Hello? Young Carter. Yes, sir. How you doing, partner? Let me merge you and Jim in. All right. All right, guys. We've got young Carter Turner on the phone here. Grand extraordinaire. <laughs> Grand extraordinaire. What's going on, Carter? How's it going, Mr. Jimmy? <laughs> Man, I'm still licking them wounds, bud. <laughs> I heard that. Yes, sir. I got up and went and trained today. <laughs> I think I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I seen some holes I need to fill, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Carter, why don't we start off just tell, tell everybody who you with and what you do and where you're from. Yes, sir. I, so I am uh, with Mossy Pond Retrievers out of Patterson, Georgia. Um, training dogs now for about five years, uh, full-time. Been bird boying for a little more than that. Uh, started running hunt tests two years ago and now ventured into the SRS game and got to run my second grand this year. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you're, you're pretty new at this. What, uh, why, don't you just go, why don't you just go on and break down this kind of how – the sites you went to and how that went, you know, what you, what you thought about them. Where'd y'all start at? We started at, um, what was it? Not Preford, uh, Lucky Duck Water. I started Lucky Duck Water and it was, um, a nice, a nice little duck hunting pond, uh, a really tough test. Uh, the second morning I had two dogs finish up the second morning and when the wind quit, it was almost impossible to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, those those little duck ponds was hard. There's a lot of stuff out there, wasn't there? Absolutely, a bunch of ducks sent. Uh, I had a bunch of bunch of wild ducks landing in the middle of the test. We had to pause for, and uh, it was definitely a true hunting situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> yes, sir. Where, uh, so, where, Carter, where, what where, happens when you're headed for a mark and a duck lands and your dog goes after? What happens? Well, I guess it just depends. For me, it, it meant uh, you had to start handling, and uh, they don't like that too good when you have to handle all marks from what so, I've gathered. So, <laughs> so like, was it a handle as in, you know, Carter, sorry, bud, that counts as a handle, or is it like you get a rerun, or is it, you know, hey, we're going to turn our nose up to that handle, and, you know, you're still good a- to go. I seen a little of both. I seen where early in the day the ducks were kind of more into the test, so they allowed they allowed you to get a rerun. Um, some people, I guess, later in the day they got a little tired the judges, and you didn't get a rerun. You 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 just got cost to handle. Uh, just part of the nature, I guess. Um, sometimes I guess the dogs shouldn't have been where the ducks were, and they said, you know, it cost you to handle, and it just depend on the draw. Yeah. Yeah. If you got the old raw draw or not. That's right. I I think I got one of both, so I, I guess I evened out evened out pretty good on the day. Try to level it out for you. Yeah, yeah, they they gave me they gave me one rerun and then they gave me a handle on another one, but <laughs> Yeah. I the grand I guess that's just the grand though. It's, it's you gotta be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so where where'd y'all go after Lucky Duck? So after Lucky Duck, I went to Prefort Land, and it was I had run all four four birds, and it was really nice. Uh, the blind was a very nice cross the road blind that I was thought was very challenging, but was very fair. One mark was real deceiving in the test. Um, had a little elevation drop, then come back up on the ridge, and dogs were stopping up short. But they the thought it hit on that first ridge, huh? That's right, and yeah. the, with the hidden blind, and the judges were actually doing a good job letting you hunt it up. They, as long as you was 
not behind the gun that the judges let you hunt more than I remember at a grand. Um, and from the first grand, it was pretty quick on hand, handling. And this one, they they uh let you hunt it up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's that's we were talking about. I I went over mine before you come on. Uh, when you listen to it, you hear mine first, and then I went through it. And we we had one series where they really let you hunt. Now, I mean, you had to be hunting the bird. You know, now you couldn't be hunting. 80 yards away from it but if you were out there close to the where the bird come out and and the dog was actively searching you know really looking for a bird they let them work it out which you know that's hunting you know especially on them long memory birds and stuff like that but and we hit a couple of sites where two turns behind the blind you know on the wrong side of the hide and they'd tell you to put the dog on the bird and you were you know 30 feet away but that's part of it too you know you can't get mad over it because you know it's coming Absolutely, and I've had a little of both. And um, this grand, the, fir- the first grand I ran in the fall, I I seen a lot of dogs. If you got behind a gun or even hunted pretty good ways away from it, you you were told immediately to put on this one. As long as you was not behind the gun and made an attempt to get towards the bird, I thought they did a good job of letting you work it out. Um, yeah, they yeah. they let they let some dogs that I was like, wow, they're still letting them hunt and. They ended the dog ended up working it out, and I thought that was very gracious. But once you once you were told to handle, in every case I seen in my flight, you had about two to three whistles to to pick it up or you're out. Yeah, they were judging the handle. That's what a lot of people don't understand is when you blow that whistle, they move right back to the control portion, and you get your two or three uh, uh, cast refusals right there, and they're gonna pick you up. You know? Absolutely. I, I handled a, I, I noticed in the first series, um, a bunch of dogs were getting out of pocket and they told them to handle and they couldn't recover. So I, I took my chances and played, rolled the dice and handled quick on two of them. They ended up passing and I guess it worked out for me, but I didn't let them get out of pocket. I, I was not letting them get up the hill. So, yeah. so well, that's the thing, when you can see some of that, you can, you can kind of combat it without getting yourself into, <clears throat> yeah into a, bad, a spot you can't recover from. From what exactly. I understand you guys saying here is if you went in on the wrong side of a a hidden gun, you got penalized, told to handle. Well, th- theoretically in the HRC, there are no guns. Exactly. And, yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's an HRC, there is no gun, so there is really no such things behind the gun. But – in the grand, the area, the fall, they typically are not giving you what we would call behind the gun. Right. Um, yeah. You have to be pretty much, and and the I would say the area of the fall is pretty tight. Yeah. 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 Um, they're not they're not giving you much. Uh, I did. I think somebody told me I might have a record. I had eleven handles in the area. <laughs> nice. Four series. Um, you did. I, I handled one. I did. I handled four of them in the area. That the water tests were just so good with the being in the flooded corn. Uh, my third series was in a flooded cornfield with a mound. If the dog got in that corn, they couldn't always find the duck, but they would get to the area. And I was not letting. I was playing the safety card, and I was not letting them leave. Wow, that's excellent, man. I'd say that's got to be close to a record. I was, uh, I, t- I I had a bunch of dogs on two in the third series, and I said. I'm not, I'm not going to lose them here. Yeah. Yeah, but <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to play devil's uh, advocate here. I'd rather have a dog make a loop on the wrong side of the gun and go over and find it than somebody that has to handle in the area. To me, that ain't no different, you know? 
Oh, it, absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah, but but the but the HRC does not agree. <laughs> you know, that's just yeah. yeah, yeah, we 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 agree, but this deep portion of it. <laughs> that's right. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things about knowing the rules of the game you're playing is very important. Right. Absolutely. At, at that level. Absolutely, and I, I, I thought the grand overall the the grounds we ran on was some of the best grounds I've seen ever at any hunt test. Yeah, that's fantastic, and you weren't far from home either, were you? You're pretty absolutely. Yeah, it's three and a half hours, and that you can't beat that. Get no. home in a decent time. No. I, I told somebody what better in Oregon, ain't it? Yeah, absolutely. Getting ready for the Master National, all, all I could think about was 49 hours to Oregon, two hours to Thomasville. <laughs> yeah, there you, there you go. Unreal. What, uh, so you left your third series, which was a water test. What was your fourth series? So my fourth series was um, Gunners Up Land, and <laughs> it was a very nice yeah, uh, in one of the I had a clover field. Uh, you just that clover it it played a lot on dogs. I seen dogs get just smelling around, could not find it, uh, running, just could not end up with birds. Luckily, there's all the paths to the birds, so you just pray you, your dog takes the right path. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, it's exactly. almost. It's almost you. You hope they don't really watch the bird. They just run where you tell them. And uh, <laughs> if they can just follow that road, they just got to pick the right road. That's the key with starting at the right spot and ending at the right spot with those lanes. It makes such a difference. And I have walked up there and looked. There'd be like five different paths going to one bird, and you're like, oh, I bet three or four of them ain't gonna work out. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Oh yeah. On the on the go bird for the last series was I was lines everywhere, and I I stood up on almost every dog and said, no, we're not gonna just call their name. We're gonna poke them out there to the right one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't no, just let them haul butt because it's it obviously ain't working out if they don't cut that many lanes yeah, exactly yeah they, there was like three of them landing behind the gun i said that cannot be a good place to go no <laughs> no and we don't that's some, knew that that's yeah. some savvy handling by a young guy too there carter good job partner yeah man yes yeah, sir yes yeah, sir and then finishing up on the upland uh, yes, sir. I I still get every time I go to Upland series. With all, I had six dogs go. I wanted to throw up six times. <laughs> it's a uh, it's easy to it's easy to do uh, at that Upland. I'm telling you, man that that place is uh, that's that's a place of people don't understand the the pressure in that deal. Absolutely, you work so hard for four days to grind through some of them series where you don't your dog can't really take a step wrong. And then one, just one foot can move and it could cost you. Yeah. I lost one dog after two no birds in the Upland series on well, the third time I blew the whistle. She come back to me and they, uh, they dropped her. She has to be still. And I said, dang, only if she would have done it the first time, she wouldn't have been nervous about staying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's the way that works. That game was, yeah. People, people always ask about, about the Upland side of it. I'm like, you can't worry about that though, because you got them four tests between you and it. You got to get done first. Absolutely. Yeah, but to finish that up, so no, that's cool. You had a good run. How, how'd you come out, Car? I ended up coming out fifty percent. Had five of ten. Good. That's Hell very yeah. good. Congratulations. Yep. 
Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I lost my, I, I had a young dog get her first grand pass, um, just under two and a half years old. Um, lost my, my eight-year-old that's won two SRSs this year. So, you know, <laughs> it, it ain't all just about the dog. He, he's a phenomenal dog, but they didn't throw nothing at 400 yards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how that game how that game works. We had uh, uh, Skip Sparkman with us, and Skip had a heck of a good run. Took three of his dogs for, uh, into the third on twos and lost one there, and then took two one on one and one on twos into the fourth. He got a little dog named Limits that did not pre-train well at all, you know, at all. And we were all like, "Holy crap!" And and she passed it on twos and, and done the uplift. You know, and done a night, and done a dang good job. So it's one of those things, man. They just have that, they have that week of their life, and it hits, and it's good. Absolutely, yeah. I got a, I got a dog that passed his fifth grand. Um, and if yeah. you'd asked me a month ago, I'd have said this dog right here might not even pass a started test. Uh, he just, he looked terrible all year long. He's looked pretty rough, but for some reason or another, he gets to that grand, and he just turns it on every time. He's a different animal there comes up to that level you had one going to the hall of fame is that correct yes sir have one go to the hall of fame there yeah that's awesome man congratulations well, good yeah, good man. deal yes. car we we appreciate you talking to us man thanks for coming on we just we were looking for some different people that was there and and adam me and adam talked this morning i said well shoot let's let's talk to carter man he's a good kid he's, he's new at it and they could get a good perspective on it and we like we, you yeah, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> Every time I every time I look at the run order, I hope one of y'all sign up. I got to run with old Tyler Patterson a few weeks ago, and I said, yeah. "Man, this this is about a quarter to what I need for to remake the national." <laughs> hey, now, I heard when you were running blinds over there, you used to keep them pretty tight there. Yeah, yeah, I kept them pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I actually run under that same judge the that's what, the very next week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and she uh. She told me, she said, sir, you ain't, I know you run under in national, but this ain't the national no more. I said, ma'am, you scared me so bad. I'm going to run them just like I did at the national. Uh, I love it. I love that lady's, that lady got fear in me. I don't know if I got a dog go out 10 yards on. Oh. What happened to him, Jimmy? I'll tell you this. In my, in my whole grand run, I got dinged on one blind. I'm running so tight on the blind right now. I learned <laughs> a lesson. I did too. I've been doing it a long dang time, and I, I learned a lesson. I know better than to give them yep, that, that was my first. That was my first master national um, up there with y'all guys in Oregon. And yeah, I I didn't think none of the tests were just over the top hard, and you know the marks weren't just nothing really good tests. But boy, they judged the blinds. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Did they? Mm. <laughs> did they? I yeah. would say the, ju- the judging on them blinds remind me a lot of what I've seen the two grands I've ran. <laughs> I mean, the, it, was, it was tight. There ain't no doubt. Yeah. That was too much is what that was. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> way too dang much, but uh, we got to it. <laughs> we, oh. we got it and got out yes. and learned from it. So. Carter, That's congratulations, right. buddy. We're proud of you, pal. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I think I'll be seeing you here next weekend. Yes, sir. Look forward to seeing you, pal. Are you running the midweek also? I'm not running the midweek. I'm a, I missed out on that, but I am going to try to get to the midweek at Tyler's place here in June. Oh, good. 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 We'll all land, land down there. Well, you, won't yeah. you plan on maybe coming here 
at night and training with me, and we'll go at morning. We'll go on over or something. Right, we'll do before. it. I'll get with you next weekend in Buckhead. All right, buddy. Sound like a plan. Right. Well, good. Thank y'all guys. Congrats Thank again, you, buddy. We're proud time. of you. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. Bye. Jim, that's a good young man. That is a good young man. That's that kid busted his butt and done a dang good job. I call him a kid, but he's younger than me. He's younger than us. Yeah, for sure. He's a kid. He's done a dang good job and and got a good attitude and and tries hard. Brad Brad is very lucky to have a young man like that working for him. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. All right. We're going to do one more, Jim, our old buddy, old pal. Yep, yep. Let's uh, let's get him on here. See if you can get old uh, Brett Copeland on. Talk to him for a few minutes. All right. Let me get let me get going here. All right. All right. Here we go. Let me get Brett a call. Hello. We live, baby. Let me merge. Let me merge Jimbo in. Hold on. Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, man, what's going on, Brett? What's happening, guys? Oh, not much. Been uh, been going over hashing out this grand deal. Uh, I went over mine and Carter Turner from down at Moss Pond. We had him on yep. talking to him and yep. give old yep. web-footed kennels a call and see how you come out. Man, it was uh, it was definitely a grind, but but we fared pretty well and and uh, had a good time doing it. So, cool. won't you uh, if you don't care, just what we've done is just kind of break down each series, you know, like where you started and just give a little bit about each one of them. What you go over that? All right. So, so we started at, um, Garmin land, I think, uh, I think it was Garmin. Uh, we ran under Mr. Glenn Dye and Bob Jones in our first. So that was, that was a treat in itself. Um, <laughs> you know, Glenn, Glenn is, uh, he's one, he's a longtime friend of ours. And, and, uh, so he, 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 he plays no favorites. I will tell you that. Uh, he plays no favorites. Um, but they ran a really nice land set. Um, most of the dogs did well. The wind was well uh, for that series in particular when we ran it. Uh, so a lot of dogs did well with that. Uh, they had one bird in particular in that series um, that threw left to right over and they were kind of, you know, when we were up there, we seen a lot of the red clover fields, is what I call them. I'm not a, I'm not a turf guy by any means. I think it's called crimson clover. It. So yeah, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's really hard to smell the birds out there. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Now, hold on, that wasn't that wasn't Garmin. Garmin was with Tony uh, Schumann. That was sure. Garmin. Um, so, um, it's all right. Where did we start? Anyways, yeah. So no, Garmin was our third series. So. Anyways, uh, that that series in particular, uh, I felt that um, they had one bird in that series that threw left to right over a about, uh, let's call it a 15 to 18 foot dirt road. It threw it over the road, and it was really your last bird to pick up. Um, a lot of dogs, you know, would either get on the road and, and run for high cotton or or go out wide and, and, you know, have struggle and have to end up handling. Um, they were super fair. They let the dogs hunt and, and all the above. So that was our first. Our second series was, uh, I believe it was your first series. Um, yeah. 
the WC Bradley water. Yeah, that's right. WC Bradley water. Um, that was Lisa Neal and uh, Mark Evans. Great. That's right. Great group yep, of judges. It was. It was. And it was a great test as well, man. It was uh, It was something that I don't know how where you would train every day, but that's something that we would never walk up to and train in. It was what I called a wood duck hole. Um <laughs> It was just, it was tight and it was, it was surrounded by trees and you were literally in a hole back in there. And, uh, I think that they did a great job putting those marks where they needed to be to get what, to, to see what they wanted out of grand material dogs. I do. Um, and then there again, that was, that was one test that I felt that the hardest bird in the test was the first bird out, you know, they kind of had them had the, the middle bird and the left bird kind of pinched in there and, and you really needed to get through that, that biggest clump of, of uh, cover to get back there to the bird. And I think uh, nine out of 10 dogs that had trouble with that test probably had trouble with that bird. Would you agree? <laughs> Jimmy? Jimmy? Say again, I'm sorry. I lost you. <laughs> so that nine out of 10 dogs that I think had trouble with that Yes, would you agree was on that long bird? Oh, yeah, got in the grass deep back there and, and couldn't. Yeah, it, it, and the bird was in the opening, but it's just so inviting to jump in that big water grass back there. Uh, now, I had I had dogs go in there, but I don't know why. I got lucky they would bounce out. You know, they'd get around there. You could see them jump a time or two, and you know they were counting. You know, once they got right. deep, they were counting. But before I got told, I didn't handle any on it. Uh I didn't handle a dog on any of those birds in that series, but they, they would bounce back out, you know, and yeah. be, yeah. and when they come out of cover, I'm like, they cut a trail coming back to that bird. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and so, so I thought that was a great series. Um, our third series was Garmin land, uh, with Mr. Dr. Tony Schumann. And what was the other gentleman's name? You remember? Uh, he judged with Jamie Moss and I feel so bad. I cannot think of it. I want, I'm, He's such a I nice to, guy. Oh, the night and Mike Botts is the committee That's member. Right. Yeah, so that, that was a that was fun. a really fun series for us. Um, yes, we had a lot of fun there, and, and it was a another a red clover field uh, that that had some really really nice marks set up on it. Uh, they kind of checkerboarded it, and and um, and they put some marks out there that, that the dogs really needed to know where they were to find. In my opinion. Um, oh yeah, they uh, they they didn't. You couldn't poke and shoot on that very good because just too much room i mean no you're right if they didn't see the birds to me the right bird and the short bird man the right bird was hard and and the short bird was was very difficult too but you know i i talked to several guys about that deal and 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 i ran first uh and early in all four of our series and uh so i got to sit around and watch and i'm telling you i seen dogs handle on every single bird in that series the go birds the short bird and the right bird. Same thing in our flight. Uh, I run mid-pack, and I hit it. The sun had got up good, and I got that. I handled one dog. My boy can handle it on the right bird. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And then the, the blind was, was well, too. It was in between the short bird and the and the uh, middle bird there. Um, I seen some dogs struggle with it. So, all in all, that was a, a overall rated test for the grand, in my opinion. Um and then, uh, then we'll talk about the dreaded Avery water. Uh, oh yeah, that was that was judged by Mr. Dave Rossmizen and Mr. John Borchette. Um It was it was a doozy. It really was. Is that the same it, one it you was, ran, Jimmy? It is. It uh, is. Yeah. That's, 
that was hard. Believe, that was hard right there. I'm just telling you, it, it, was hard. it really was, man. It it um, I believe that we went into our four series as the as the whole flight. There was 49 dogs going in there, um, and and lots of dogs on twos, man. I mean, there there was a great group of dogs that I was running with all week, and and they were having a fantastic week, and and I believe we come out of Avery Water with 23. Uh, in it was just it was over and over and over man it was that was the test for for us in the in the series of, of the brand that was 100 percent the hardest series that that we were a part of um and they just they just knew where to put the birds and 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 them dogs man it just they really needed to bear down and and know where they were and and um uh, and and you know the ones that survived, they could they could definitely be proud of. It, no question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was uh, it was a bear. There was I mean, no question. There was no no easy way to say it. You know, I had two dogs really get that test good, and I had six more that just didn't. You know, lost four, yeah. <laughs> and and had yeah. two two that handled on it. You know, it just the, the worst part about that that series to me on on the dogs that I got to run. Um, I, I went in with six and um, I brought five out um, that were all clean. They, they got that. So for some reason, they just understood what we were doing there. And, and what I would say my best dog that I ran is a dog named Quig. Um, he's, he's just a, he just gets it, man. He, he never really makes mistakes and, and he's a good marker and, and very compliant on his blinds. He absolutely went rogue on me on the blind. And uh, once I sent him, uh, I, I, that it was over. Uh, he had no interest in what I had to say. So he shoulder blades the marks and zeros on the blind. So um, I walked out there with my head down with him for sure. Uh, but he's not the only one it got. So, so no, definitely in good company. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's for sure. That, that's just that's the name of the game, I guess. You know, that's uh, Adam just laughs because. See, he's, right, right. he's the smartest well, one of the books. I tell you this too, man. You know, um, my my theory on on marks and blinds is, I mean, we do what we can to get them ready for the marks, but at the end of the day, if they don't find them, it's kind of on their shoulders. If we have truly put in what we think we've needed to do to get them there, right? Sure. For a dog to be be to go out on a blind, man, you have to take a hundred percent responsibility because, I mean, you were the one supposed to be in control. That's right. That's exactly. Uh, so, so it definitely it, it. I had my feelings hurt pretty bad walking off with him after after doing a good job on the marks. But at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is, and you have to continue with the ones that you got in and and try to forget about those that you don't. Well, I, I have had it happen where the dog didn't relinquish a hundred percent of control to me. So, you know, right. We're right. supposed to be a hundred percent in control, but that's it's got something to do with that creature. He's yeah, got, I, I he's don't gotta know. give it to you. I don't know. They, they do. They do. But man, I'm gonna tell you overall that was my um that was my fourth grand and um I've been running HRC a long time, but but my fourth grand and, and that was my favorite one that I have ran uh this far. It was it was very well put together. Uh, Mr. Tracy does a great job with that deal and Old South putting it on. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but man, you know, it's oh, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, it the grounds really was 
the grounds. I mean, 34,000 acres of property to run on and uh, it, those duck ponds was beautiful, you know, and I felt like everybody kind of got a lot of the same stuff, you know, we've been to some grounds where there's that one test. If you're running eight sites or 10 sites, that one, you know, just one group gets a uh, Avery, but the people who got Avery or not yeah, right. Avery, uh, if they didn't get it, they got lucky duck. And you know, yes, that was, that's, that's right. That was man, so. So you've ran the you've ran the green a lot more than I have. So so you'll probably have a lot more input on this than than I will. But um, you know, I was talking to Adam a little bit about it earlier. Is you know all the grands that I've been to now, um, and and you know some of the series the dogs get better than the others and whatnot. But it seems to me that that the majority of the test there's really one bird that the judge judges have in mind that they really want to see the dog do well on. Okay. So, uh, like, for example, like, like in, 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 at music city, the banded water blind, you know, um, yes. the marks, the marks in that, I'm not saying they were simple, but compared to the water blind, that was the test in my opinion. Um, right. Right. You know, right. The, 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 the Garmin test, you know, the, the right bird was, was relatively probably the hardest bird to get because it's out in the middle of nowhere. The Avery test, you know, they had that short bird, you know, that that, that they were allowing very little hunt on. Uh, but then, you know, maybe the go bird and even the right bird in Avery water, they, they would let an extended hunt happen, but they really had their focus on that one bird. Yeah, um, that's, that's, just from, that's just from my experience, what I see. Uh, they get fixated when they're doing the setups or, or, or whatever that, that, you know, in order to be successful at this series, you need to do this bird here very well. And you'll hit a series like that, Avery. I think, uh, I think that the blind in that series could be pretty treacherous too, you know, and the, oh, and the right me, hand, I know. you know, in the right believe hand, me, I know. And I know in our, our flight, all three marks were handled, including the go bird, you know, that guys got hung up between the two. Right, uh, right. confuse you know some confusion between where those birds would fail, uh, not often, but there was some of that. But then uh, come in if you got that little short bird, you still had to dig back, you know, and get that that right hand bird, uh, push right. back that levee, and, then, and all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then turn right across that ditch, and then come back in and and uh, hit that ditch again, and and pass that duck blind and out to that corner back there. I, I seen some. I seen some struggle on that too. So there was more probably at Avery overall than than met the eye to me. You know that there was right. a couple Absolutely. of things there that seemed Absolutely. to be extremely hard or, or concentrated on more so than like say at our WC Bradley test. It looked like that middle bird kind of played the biggest role That's of that right. whole test. You know. That's right. That's the right. blind. And man, you know, you know as well as I do that you know you're, you're talking to buddies that ran this test and this, that, and the other. So you have a you don't have an understanding of what you're coming into, but you do have uh, what I would call somewhat of a fear because of of what happened to them. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, let's just be honest. We're all working very hard to do this, but there's not two dogs the same. No, heck no, and and, oh. and well, and the, and the thing of it is too, uh, everybody goes on those points, you know, the first day and looks to see how how you done and how did the people in front of you do. Absolutely, uh, two two thirds of the people see rode out over the years today. What right? Happened? 
Right. Right. You know, what why? You know, what's getting everybody? And then you hear the horror stories. That's just that's just part of running that deal. I you know, we had a blind in our four series. You didn't run it, it'd been the one after Avery that yeah, the corridor was maybe six foot with tall grass on each side. And uh it was uh it was tight. I mean it was for sure tight. And you could absolutely tell they did not want you behind that tall grass. You know, it's obvious right. where you had to be, but it was way tighter than usual. Right. And we all go up right. there for the for the uh, briefing, and everybody's looking at it. You know, and we talk about, like, I'm gonna stop my dog right here by that goose uh, decoy. <laughs> yeah. in there and, this. and I'm sitting there kind of listening to it, and I walk off thinking, "Yeah, I'm gonna run that like a blind. So I'm gonna run that." <laughs> you got to make them decisions. Hope, hope. yeah, that's exactly yeah, my, right. My dogs ain't good enough to know they're gonna be right next to that goose decoy. They may never right. get that far. You know, I want exactly to. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it as it comes. It's hard to pre-plan running any blind, let alone a grand blind. You, Cause yeah. you don't know what they're going to do next. You know, it's a, no, like, like that water, that ditch, I had a dog pop, come out and pop out the other side. And I've seen that several times, you know, and I, I just stuck my hand up, hollered back and she took off and then kind of popped again. But when she looked back, I still stand there with my hand up. Right. And right. She, just bolted, she just bolted and actually bolted all the way to the, to the blind stake. I never blow the whistle. Yeah, you know, oh, Medusa. Oh, Medusa scared her, boy. Yeah, she, she looked back at her like, uh, I know what I don't get my butt out right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, Brent. I mean, it's, it's rewarding. It's, it's, um, it's, it's something special to, to, you know, get through the upland and get your big green ribbon and all that. It's, uh, it sure nobody's is. ever take it for granted. I can tell you that. Oh no, Heck no, ain't nobody <laughs> that looks down on that deal for sure. But no, we 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 appreciate your time, bud. Thank you for coming on with us. Uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Always a privilege. Oh yeah, yeah. Adam, you got anything else to add? No, bud. Congratulations, there, Brett. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Proud. Yeah, of you. I'll be good. I'll be talking to y'all. All right, thank you, bud. See you now, Adam. Yes, sir. I think it- I think that's got us right up to about the hour mark. I know you got a date tonight, so you better get your butt out of there and get I'm home. I'm taking to taking Miss Carey on a little date tonight. They they got ever so often over at the school they'll do like neon night or something, and you can pay them twenty bucks a head for them to keep you youngin for like three hours. Oh so yeah, we're gonna yeah. yeah. I, I coughed up forty and gonna take Mama out and get some bittles. There you go. Y'all go have fun. Adam, appreciate it. Enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it too, Jim. Thanks everybody listening to the grand recap uh, for Jim and Carter and and Brett. Show proud of all you guys, Jim. Thank you, bud. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll do another one here. I'm I'm uh, in for a few days. We'll try to get another one here next couple of days. Absolutely, we'll get it done. Old habits, hard to break, Jim. Hard to break. <laughs> you got that. That's a fact. We'll see y'all on the next one. See you, Adam. See you guys. Help me.